Alrighty, we are on the air, guys. Uh, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Every Two Weeks. We're actually doing it in two weeks this time. It's, uh, it's kind of rare. Uh, Matthew is back, and so is Sagar. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Pretty doing well. Doing well. <laughs> Sorry, I asked yeah. both of you, and that's a, that's a faux pas <laughs> in, the, uh, in the podcasting business. Uh, Sagar, how are you, sir? Pretty good. Uh, good to be back. It's kind of rainy day out here in Columbus, but, you know, things are moving. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and Matthew, how are things? It's all fantastic. A wonderful uh, 37 degrees. <laughs> wow. And uh, I'm loving it. Now, what's that temperature to real people? <laughs> You're talking about uh, 37 degrees real people because about 70% of the world's population works on Celsius, whereas the United States still works on Fahrenheit. So uh, I'd probably say it's about 80-something degrees. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I mean, yes, yeah, 70% in front of the world, but that doesn't make it right. <laughs> I, I, need, I need to get the eagle cry um, wave sound so that I can just go, just make the little eagle sound. Anyway, uh, gentlemen, welcome to the show. Who we're gonna, what we're going to talk about today is Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, yes. And then also we're going we're gonna to peel into a little bit of socialism. That's kind of what I figure we'd dive into because last week we looked at Donald J. Trump and his, uh, or the Trump, as, as John Oliver wants him to be known as. Uh, he's, he was, he's been in the news. It's, you know, it's been cluttered with more and more, uh, he's won more and more, uh, and he's doing better. Ted Cruz is coming up a little bit, but, uh, Rubio's still in the background and Kasich is, well, he's Kasich. And then, Hey, come on. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so again, last week was Donald Trump and this week, as much as Hillary in the polls, Right today is um, March thirteenth, so in the we're we're at the point now where you know a lot of the primaries are coming in. I, I think almost half are in, <clears throat> and you know next month, in this month there's going to be a few more, but you know they're kind of almost locked in at this point. I, I can't say that it's per, per, permanent, but Bernie Sanders sadly is lower in the polls than Hillary, and it does look like she's going to get it, especially with super delegates. He's pretty much not even close. Uh, so. But I wanted to bring in him because of his socialist stance, um, and I should say social democrat stance, not social democracy. I don't know. It's 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 all crazy, and it's and it's just it's. We're gonna find out a little bit more about that. So, gentlemen, if you're ready, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play a, a quick clip from Bernie Sanders on his uh, one of his CNN debates. Just kind of he says a few things that I'm gonna stop it. It's it's long, but I'm gonna stop it after a little bit just so we can get a, get a sense of who Bernie is. And then I'm going to play a couple other clips just because I have clips now and I'm amazed and I'm very happy about it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we, we can actually start off with just for some levity, if you'd like, how about a little bit of Donald Trump? I will be the greatest jobs president that God ever created. I tell you that. Ooh. Oh, my God. He spoke about God. Oh, my God. He spoke about God. Right out of town. <laughs> no, it wasn't the God. But wait, but there's more. Obama is going to be out playing golf. He might even be on one of my courses. I would invite him. I actually would say, I have the best courses in the world. So I'd say, you know what? If he wants to, see, I have one right next to the White House, right on the Potomac. If he'd like to play, that's fine. 
In fact, I'd love him to leave early and play. That would be a very good thing. Hey, I'm not saying they're stupid. I like China. I just sold an apartment for $15 million to somebody from China. <laughs> Classic Trump. All right. So here's Bernie Sanders, though. That was just some fun. And then here comes some Bernie Sanders, which you're going to notice right away that, that Bernie Sanders is much more serious. And I, I think that that's something that Trump is missing greatly. And you'll also notice that he is a politician of the of the highest order, started out as a mayor and then worked his way up, and by the way, out of Vermont. Um, so not really a, you know, um, not that Hillary coming out of Arkansas is any, is, is, is any different, but but he did come up from the ranks and, and became a senator, and, and he's always pushed to, to be what he is. So let's listen a little bit to Bernie Sanders from the uh, CNN debate a few, a few weeks ago. Not what caused the problem last time, but what could cause it next Senator time. Senator Sanders, Secretary Clinton just said that her policy is tougher than yours. Well, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> why? Let us be clear that the greed and recklessness and illegal behavior of Wall Street, where fraud is a business model, helped to destroy this economy and the lives of millions of people. Check the record. In the 1990s, and all due respect, in the 1990s, when I had the Republican leadership and Wall Street spending billions of dollars in lobbying, when the Clinton administration, when Alan Greenspan said, what a great idea it would be to allow these huge banks to merge, Bernie Sanders fought them and helped lead the opposition to deregulation. Today, it is my view that when you have the three largest banks in America, are much bigger than they were, when we bail them out, we're being too big to fail. Break them up. Secretary Clinton, you have to be able to respond. So, so that's Bernie Sanders. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's other things where he talks about his platform. So Bernie Sanders' platform. I think that it has some really good things to it. Uh, I think that, like with all of the candidates, it's, it's 80% I hate, and then 20% of it I'm like, hey, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, mainly with him, um, when, when just talking about Bernie Sanders right now, and then we'll, we'll, we'll dive into the socialism part. I want to talk about one thing about Bernie that is this, he, from the beginning, has always said this. Campaign reform must be number one on everyone's ticket because if the people with all the money are able to buy all of the votes and buy all of the candidates – we have a problem. We no longer have a democracy, but and then he rails against the top one percent. But what I want to talk about right now is money running campaigns. Um, Matthew, do you think that that this should be a major a major question for us? Should we, is it something that we keep on dropping, or is it something that uh, it should stay dead, or should we actually go out and, and talk about things like term limits and campaign reform in, in a serious manner and, and really get it done this time? Um, absolutely, 100%. The campaign reform needs to be um, done, and also term limits. You can't have a government that is bought, and that's what we have. And that's one of the reasons why I like Bernie Sanders is because he's sticking to his guns, and he's saying what is wrong with, with the way they do government. The way we are governing ourselves is ridiculous. And um, I can't, I can't see how either a Democrat or a Republican can sit there and say, 
that they're going to do the best for us when their pockets are being lined by uh, major corporations. So the first thing that I would do is set term limits and completely reform the entire way they campaign. Uh, <clears throat> Agreed. And what I'm, what the, uh, let me see if I can find. It. I should have brought it up before that. But Sagar, why don't you talk about it and, I'll, and what your thoughts are, <clears throat> and then what yes. I'll do is I will actually but, get up his stance. But Bernie, great guy. Uh, he doesn't have a chance, but you know, I mean, if, if he might have a chance against Trump, but not against Hillary, so that's kind of dicey situation right there. Uh, but the election reforms or campaigning reforms, you know, it, it's in our DNA, if you wish, that, you know, we, we have to find fault with something, you know. So if we have nothing, then, you know, we, we look at, oh, that process is broken. It, the, the process is not broken, you know. It just needs improvement. And uh, and that's where, you know, Bernie's like, oh, we, we got to do this, this, this. It, it, the process is not broken. There, there are several other ways to fix it. That's one of his opinion, if you wish, that you know we need to have these things. Sorry, God, may I interrupt just real quick? Sure. How is it? How is it not broke? See, I, I, I need money to put an ad, whether it's on YouTube or you know internet or put the flashboard on, or I, I need money. So who's going to get me more money quick? those who have more means, right? So it's not like rich people are controlling it, but they are contributing and they are making an effort to see things happen which would be more advantageous to their own business or, you know, whatever they do in life. Now, Yeah, that's, that, that, that's, that's right. So, so you'd have uh, somebody who has a million dollars give to the Democratic Party, you know, uh, $100,000, whereas, you know, someone like me who makes, say, $50,000 a year and can only give about $100, which person do you think they're actually going to uh, placate to? Who are, yep. they, who are they going to placate to? That's the, I mean, and that's what's happening. That's what's happening right now. You have billionaires who are lining the pockets of, of, the, uh, of our government just so that they can stay in power, and to the point where, you know, they're saying and doing everything they possibly can for us to give our hundred dollars, um, and hopefully we'll vote for them. And then in turn, not really doing what we want them to do, but what the person who gave them a hundred thousand dollars wants them to do. I mean, right. that to me, that is that is that is broken, and that is agreed. <laughs> like when when the Republican or even uh, Democratic race began, uh, probably not. Not in Iowa, but uh, where was the second one? Uh, Ohio? They, uh, no, uh, there were 30 people on the list who wanted to run for it, you know? 30 people on the list. How many survived? Only barely three here and two there. So what I'm saying is, you know, people need money to campaign. People need money to make it happen. So if if... If someone can donate more, obviously they they they, they are going to do it. So I, I don't see anything wrong with it. It just but that, but does that make it right? But does that make it right? It's the same thing with healthcare. 
So if you sit there and say that, you know, I have enough money to pay for health care, but this person behind me doesn't have enough money, so who's going to get, you know, the better treatment? You know, right. that, 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 that doesn't level out the playing field, and that's exactly what the Democrats want to do, is level out and, the playing field. And it, it, it's the same thing, then you take this and apply it to the tax. Why are we against rich few to tax them more and not, not level the playing field like everybody pays 15%? Oh, yeah. You know, all right. So <laughs> that, that, let's change the subjects. But let me, let me hold on one second. So let me let me interrupt. Uh, so Bernie Sanders to, to his his position, just so we can talk about that, because I think we, we started to change subject. Um, he wants to make it that the uh, past constitutional amendments to make it clear that Congress and the states have the power to regulate money in elections. He wants to get. Um, Make sure that publicly financed, transparent system of campaign financing that amplifies small donations, kind of to Sagar's point, uh, and insists on transparency regarding the funding of campaigns, including those disclosure of contributions to outside spending groups uh, via legislation action, blah, 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 fight against super PACs, and work aggressively to enforce campaign rules. And also, I think he's got in here, I think, I don't think he has in here term limits, but in my opinion, the biggest thing is term limits, especially with... Uh, Senators and congressmen. So he also has that gun thing on there, or he does. Does he have a gun thing? Let's let's. I believe he does have a. That that that's the only reason I'm supporting him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, he also wants uh, to raise the minimum wage to uh, fifteen dollars an hour. I think. Fight climate change. He has a, uh, you know. He wants to do things like free free college for all people and free health care for all people. He's fighting for those. And these are all uh, social Democrat views that basically countries that have already enacted these, ty- these type of policies, they are the ones that will, um, you know, they're, they're a shining example um, and, and, how, and how it all works. And let me – now – and one of those is actually the that economic security. This is a this is a quote from Bernie Sanders uh, during one of his uh, speeches in Georgetown. Real freedom must include economic security. That was Roosevelt's vision seventy years ago. It is my vision today. It is a vision that we have not yet achieved. And it is time that we did. So he's talking about there, when he's talking about economic security, he's talking about what I just mentioned. He's talking about health care. He's talking about college. He's talking about other social programs. Um, he mentions Roosevelt, and he also he mentions um, LBJ and Social Security and all the other social programs that have come along and how – you know, if we have stability on these other factors in our lives, then the economy will grow, and that's kind of his stance. Uh, and 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 you know, he war and peace. You know, he 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 has of course some some good stuff there, <clears throat> but I think that uh, we and I don't mean to shortchange Bernie, um, <laughs> but I think this is gonna gonna bring us into um, what we're looking at. That is the socialism aspect of this, because 
I don't know if anybody listening to the show wants to know more about Bernie Sanders. Definitely check out BernieSanders.com. <laughs> You'll find more about it. I, I think Matthew already mentioned in the last episode, Americans are lazy. And if, if we have economic security, it's going to make us lazier. <laughs> well, now, it's funny you should say that, Sagar, because mm-hmm. that, that, that allows me to play another clip. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and this is this is a uh, Christopher Hitchens, the late Christopher Hitchens, um, an intellectual, uh, foreign foreign correspondent, and intellectual who uh, who said this. Um, there is among a lot of Americans, including those who uh, don't have any property and don't have any security of employment or or income. There is a powerful resistance to state influence. Uh, it comes, I think, partly from the frontier. It comes in part from a, a sort of Calvinism that's quite strong among old pioneers that have been handed down. It comes also, of course, as a legacy of the Civil War. Um, but there are many people who would say, if you, if you let me keep my gun and you stay out of my church, I don't want any more help from you, thanks. I'd rather live as if the government wasn't there. That's the point of being an American. I don't want to hear from Washington. It's my right to live in this part of Kansas unmolested. Um, this is paradoxically very beautifully expressed by a Tea Party rally, a placard that I'm sure some of you saw recently, saying, keep the government's cotton-picking hands off, off my Medicare. So, so what's funny about that statement is, in that Chris Richards mentions the fact that Americans don't want big government, right? They, you know, since the frontier, they're like, no, no, I've got my land, I've got my gun, I've got my church, stay away from me. And then you have the modern day where the person says, get your hands off my Medicare, not realizing that Medicare is one of those things where the government took some of your money and is giving it to other people. Uh, and that is that is that is honestly show, socialism at its at its lowest levels. Um, that that really is what socialism is. But um, and let me bring up the definition of socialism just so everyone knows what we're talking about here. So socialism is a political and economic theory of social organization that advocates that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community, i.e., government, as a whole. Right. So, for instance, Social Security. That's uh, money is taken from your your paycheck, placed into a large coffer uh, maintained by bureaucrats. And when you come of age or you uh, have a uh, malady that makes you not be able to work, you are given money, um, you know, the money to live. So that way you don't have to work as hard or at all. Uh, in your in your either your golden years or if you have a have a problem that doesn't allow you to work, so but everyone gets this money taken out and everyone is guaranteed this money when they have such a situation. So that that's that's one of the social programs that we have here. But let's let's start this this conversation off with um, Sagar. What are your thoughts on you know we just looked at Bernie Sanders. And we, what do you think of socialism in general? Just right off the top of your head, nothing big. What, what do you think about socialism? I like socialism, but only in few cases. I'm not like you know, apply it all over the places. But you know, if if 
healthcare, I agree. We we need to apply it there because you know I I believe we would everyone should have right for right healthcare. And uh, but that, that is the only area where I see all the other places. I'm like you know work work your ass off and you know get there. That just don't depend on government or other people to help you out. That, okay. That's that's my view. Okay, and Matthew, in in from from your standpoint, socialism, good or bad? <laughs> well. Uh, it's it's hard to say if socialism is good or bad because you actually have to understand the history of when it began and what its main goal was. Um, if you understand that, then that's great. You understand that you know the French Revolution started it. Uh, it was meant to be uh, everyone has a say. It was supposed to be a true democracy, and as we know, true democracies they they implode because of uh, just the 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 majority will always kick out. The, min- the minority. Um, and when you look at socialism as far as Russia um, or this, the former Soviet Union, um, it imploded, um, mainly because uh, what it was trying to do was um, create everyone on the same playing field. And um, instead of having the kings and nobles owning the land, you had the government owning the land. Um, it's the same thing with uh, capitalism. Um, you have, uh, instead of the kings and nobles uh, owning the land, uh, you have the, the, the rich majority controlling everything. So socialism is, is just another uh, Band-Aid in my eyes um, in the true sense of getting everyone on an equal footing. You can't get everyone on equal footing. Everyone is completely different from right down to their DNA and the way they think. Um, I mean, everyone who's ever tried to order a pizza with 12 people know that it's almost impossible to make everyone happy. So you can't do it. So people have to compromise and understand that other people can't eat this or whatever. So socialism is basically bad. Any kind of socialism that you have is just bad. It, it, It won't work. You can't have it because people in nature, if they don't have to work or don't have the drive to work, then they won't do it. So my my understanding of socialism and the way that we have to be careful as well, because a lot of people are saying um, I was watching a video where this guy said that uh, the Constitution of the United States is basically a socialist program where everyone gets a chance or an idea that everyone has a, a voice when that's not what socialism is all about. Socialism, I think, is a true representation of democracy where everyone has a say in what the, what is done. So, like, my next-door neighbor has, you know, a lawnmower, and I don't. I have every right to go over there and take his lawnmower and use it to mow my lawn and not replace the gas because I don't have any money for gas. So socialism is, is not the way to go for any situation. All right. All right. Now, listen, here's, here's Bernie's stance on, on the ruling class, right? So that's, that was one of the, the – Matthew made a good point about the ruling class. In my view, the billionaire class 
must be told loudly and clearly that they cannot have it all, that our government belongs to all of us, not just a handful of billionaires. Right. So, so there, there you have where the ruling, you know, his belief and, and many people's belief, especially, you know, looking at the, the 1%, the 99 percenters that we had, you know, back in 2008, when the stuff started to collapse here in the U.S. and the banks were the ones who needed to get bailed out and the, the large companies were the ones that needed to get bailed out. This was that was part of it. And uh, Bernie Sanders, going from a social democratic standpoint, wants to change that. We need to create a culture an entire culture, which, as Pope Francis has reminded us, cannot just be based on the worship of money. We must not accept a nation in which billionaires compete as to the size of their super yachts while children in America go hungry and veterans, men and women who have put their lives on the line to defend us, sleep out on the streets. So in in Bernie's campaign material, again, talking about socialism and and, and uh, income and wealth inequality, right? His, one of his statements, one of his uh, issue like, titles. And the quote in, in that is, this campaign is sending a message to the billionaire class. You can't have it all. You can't get huge tax breaks while children in this country go hungry. You can't continue sending our jobs to China while millions are looking for work. You can't hide your profits in the Cayman Islands and other tax havens while there are massive unmet needs on every corner of this nation. Your greed has got to end. You cannot take advantage of all the benefits of America if you refuse to accept your responsibilities as Americans. There you go, right? So, so, so my, my, my problem here is that socialism from this standpoint where you take from other people because they have more or you tax them more just because they have more money. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not made of money. I don't, have, I don't have money coming out my wazoo. I haven't come up with a great idea. I'm not Zuckerberg. I'm not or Zuckerberg. Is it Berger? Or Berger? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Bill Gates, <laughs> right? I'm not. Um, you know, I'm not. Hell, I'm not even Ben Affleck, right? I, I'm not a good-looking guy on on camera and who who lucked out early in life and and made some some good breaks and and had some good ideas, right? Ten, but also ten well, pound less, and you're there, man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so so, you know, I. I don't have a lot of money. Let's just put it that way. But I'm also not poor either. So yeah, okay. Real quick, real quick. Right. The question is though, do you want that? Do you want to have enough money to buy a yacht? Do you want to have the responsibility of running a corporation um, and have a private jet and well, and have all this there. stuff? Now, I'm, see, I don't think that I don't think the American people really want that kind of response but most people don't well no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I'm sorry are you are you getting to that because i, I think that the majority i think the majority of people don't really want that so. right well what, what i want to get to is first of all is is the fact that again I'm, I'm not super rich or super poor right but yet i'm one of those people 
that doesn't think that taxing the rich more than the poor or the or the working class, middle class, or the regular rich. Yes, it breaks it down that way. The the um when you do the numbers, right? And I've I've done the numbers a couple of times and I'm not I'm no economic engineer, tax guy, but when I broke down how the country is laid out and, and its population, and then I did some tax some calculations. If you were to go with the current plan and or a plan like um, Donald Trump's, they all call for the rich to be taxed, sometimes double what other people are taxed. And I, I think that that's wrong. And I think that, that that's socialism in another sense, that it's, 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 it's saying that, you know, because you've succeeded here, you owe more to your country, right? And I, I think that's, that's, that's more of a feeling than a reality. Because they're using the same roads and police and fire that we all are. And they're using the same military to protect our country, right? So they're no different than you or me or you, because there's three of us. But it, it, that's, that's part of socialism that I don't get. The, the whole Robin Hood mentality of, um, of of uh, income equality and what do they call it um, redistribution of wealth, which makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit, because how can you redistrib- redistribute wealth? Wealth is created by human ingenuity. Yes, there is some some nepotism. Yes, there is some good old boy network to it, where even a stupid person, maybe Trump, <laughs> has a lot of money, <laughs> right? But the other thing is you can't take it with you, right? And they're going to spend their money, which is going to go back into the economy. They're going to buy their jets and, and yachts that we all can't afford, but then they're going to buy fuel and they're going to pay for the service guy to, to service their boat, right? So they're actually making jobs just doing what they do. They're also making jobs by being who they, who they are in their, in their work, where they actually hire people to do more things at their company. So, so that that's part of my argument, but but Matthew, why, why don't you go ahead on where you were going, which is kind of where I was going? Okay, it, it's socialism is bad. Okay, it's just it, that's all there is to it. It doesn't work. It does not work because it's it's to me, it looks like a, a true democracy. So it it doesn't work. You can't make somebody do something and then have them not resent it. As far as uh, our economy goes and what's been going on in the United States, they've been printing money and taking and, and just basically pulling money out of thin air to the point where the super, super rich are just the ones collecting it. And it gets to a point, unfortunately, that when you have so much money, it doesn't matter what you do, you will never run out of money. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. The way the system has worked now is that if you have a billion dollars, you will never, ever be poor, and your children's children won't ever, ever be poor, because there will be certain, you know, places where they won't even know where the money is, but it's still coming into their into their pockets. That's the problem that we have. You don't have a stability. A stable market where money is is connected to anything. So 
I mean, a lot of people don't even realize how the Federal Reserve works. They literally um, make money off of debt, and that's the way it's done. But at the same time, they make money so that they can loan the money so they can make money. And when you do that, the money starts to accumulate at an exponential rate because so many – and that's what's happened. Uh, in the 90s and the 80s uh, and the 2000s, people are borrowing money to the point where it's just flooded the market with money. And the value that the U.S. dollar has is has ballooned to the point where people, people won't even realize it. And the ones in charge, like the Federal Reserve, are doing everything in their power to maintain the idea of what the money is worth. If we truly knew how much the how much the U.S. dollar was worth, it would be I would I believe it'd be worse than uh, you know the 1930s in Germany where people were basically just burning it. But because it's in the computers, people don't actually see it. They don't actually see the fact that the money itself is just super inflated to the point well, where you have these one no listen you have these one percenters. We're basically making money, money after money after money after money after money. And that is why uh, the way they're collecting the money, they're not – you can only do so much with it. Yes, he's going to go ahead and, and purchase a, a, a company or this person is going to go and do this or, you know, have their yacht and have, you know, 10 people working on the yacht, you know, creating an income and all that stuff. But it's at the point now where there's so much money that one person cannot control their finances, they have to, I mean, I've known people that, you know, they, they, they purchase land somewhere and they don't even realize that they own it because they've completely forgotten about it. So, and what you have to do is stabilize and connect the money to something, whether it be gold or population ratio or, or something. You have to make it tangible. Otherwise, the Federal Reserve, I mean, eventually, I mean, even all the, I mean, it's now coming out. It's leaking out everywhere. Everyone's starting to say, well, it's this giant bubble that's going to burst. You know, and, of course, when it does, uh, the U.S. government will be like, well, we'll just burn this money, and therefore it'll be all gone. That's their idea. You know, that's where some people are saying, oh, well, yes, there's this, there's this much money, but we'll just burn what we get and, and, you know, just delete it from the computer systems, and we'll be all okay. <laughs> um, but, so back to the point. Back to the point. Right. So you're saying taking money socialism. away from people right. and, and doing redistribution of wealth. Right. The redistribution of wealth, because you have this giant bubble of money. I mean, to be honest, who could live on $10 billion? Who couldn't? Who couldn't, who couldn't live on $10 billion? I mean, $1 million. I mean, honestly, I mean, if you, if you made the right investments and did what you could to make money with your money, $1 million could, could set you up for life do, doing the right decisions where you didn't have to work at all. But the problem is, is these, the one percenters are actually collecting all the money as, you know, as, as a status or whatever, just greed, whatever you want to call it. They're, they're collecting all this money. And in my eyes, it's not social, and people are saying that socialism is the way to do it. 
So a way to do it is socialism, get all that money and redistribute it into the lower sector and, and help give people, uh, you know, health care, give people, you know, uh, uh, food stamps and, and just, you know, give them what they need so that it can rise up. It doesn't work. I mean, yes, this billionaire, these billionaires, you know, yes, they can afford to, you know, be taxed at 60% and given to these people. It, it doesn't work that way. Uh, they can't. Yes, redistribution of wealth, socialism, that sounds fantastic. But the root of the problem is the money itself and the way that we make our money and the way that we, we, we have our money. The way it's manufactured in the, in the system is that it's just going to continue to blow, balloon and balloon and balloon and balloon. Okay. Well, okay. Well, the, and the, but that, 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 that's a different subject, right? Because you're looking at, you're looking at, a, at a, that's, that's the very far off view. But what, I, what I'm talking about, and, and sorry, I'll give you a chance. When it comes to the redistribution of wealth, whether it's whether Matthew's right and the, there's there's a you know overreaching problem within with inflation and the, the national debt and the Federal Reserve, what about taking someone's money and let's not let's not take the super rich, let's not use a Rothschild or or somebody like that, right? That that the money literally is dumping into a, 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 a you know Scrooge McDuck type vat of money that he can swim in. Let's talk about the person that makes $3 million a year because they started a very successful landscaping business in a popular area, and they're doing it right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's talk about that guy and the fact that he has to pay 25% versus the guy making 50000 only has to make 10, spend, you know, give it up 10%. He, he'll be happy to pay 25 under current scenario. What we're saying is you know, taxing 50%, which, which is kind of bad, but... Uh, the the and uh, I agree with Matthew's point there. The the way we are printing the money, or you know, so are we heading to a point where you know, just like China or Japan, are we going to devalue our own currency and bring it down so you know that one percent remains only half the percent, and that's one step towards the. Uh, socialist view to for, for redistribution or bringing everybody on you know kind of playing level field there but the the issue again you know uh, goes back to Matthew's point that the the real issue is the money itself the the way it's been valued i mean imagine what happened to greece they went bankrupt and in my opinion it's because they agreed to go with euro so what what was charged as a dollar for a burger in Greece currency, now they have to pay a euro. And these companies, they don't change, you know, it's, it's a dollar here, a dollar there, or one euro. So the, the way they got devalued made them bankrupt. So people were paying more for the everyday uh, operation that, that they ran out of reserves, which was in local currency. And that's what I think that... Greece got bankrupt. Now, the European Union, it, although you know it's based on economy only, but I think the basis is still socialist there. Let's get every country with with this new currency now. So that, and that that's where I differ from Matthew. Like you know, the, the devaluation of the money or even redistribution uh, didn't help Europe. It's not going to help us. 
the the point remains that you know how how do we bring them together and that's where i think john is right uh it, it, people are making money you know that they are not printing money only one guy can print money that the government but you you cannot have everybody uh with the same uh offering i mean you you could but only few would succeed who apply themselves who are hard working and th- there's a different talent ratio you know not everybody is smart uh to a level where they can do you know complex mathematics at the same level so someone's going to succeed someone's going to find way to make money off of it so the the whole idea of socialism would bring current billionaires to uh, their knees but it's going to make new billionaires you know that there's no stopping smart guys from making money so that way uh, i agree with both of you uh, that it's going to fail uh, but it's going to create something else which is similar to what we have right now so saying that you know current process is broken what bernie sanders does uh, i feel that's wrong because you know at the end product of even bernie's process would be the same as we have today but listen but and, I, and i'm going to argue with you in one in one spot sagar it's one of those things where a light bulb goes off <clears throat> and it, it's something you said about you know the if the current law you know really saddles the the billionaire with with our debt and makes them pay more and that's that's just the current billionaire but there's always going to be smart guys you know making and I, I i cannot disagree more just because of the fact why in the f would that very smart guy stay in the u.s if he knows that once he makes money the u.s government is going to come and take it away for the purposes of well you made too much You, you think they are they are moving to singapore and dubai i'm i'm saying that that's that's the problem that's right? why i'm doing it oh you're smart <laughs> right right so um i just i i really don't that, that that that's the part of socialism right that i really 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 don't understand and i and i can't it goes back to that quote that I played from Christopher Hitchens about the fact that Americans don't want the government getting involved. Right. And, and I know that that's very simplistic, but that's how can I roll, right? Um, a deal is a deal is a deal, right? <laughs> Even on big deal. Um, in my brain, again, I'm not a rich person. I haven't got that great idea, but i have started a number of businesses and i know how difficult it is i know what things are in the way i know what i know that even even something as simple as a small business there's so many hoops that you have to jump through at one point i received a letter from the state of maryland after starting a business that said it came in 6 months after i started the business and it said oh hey by the way um we're going to need an extra $300 right over here right over in this little division department of the taxation dealy whatever the hell over here and you know so um please reply to this e- this mail to let us know that you know that you owe this and you'll owe this at the end of the year so it's one of those things where you're like what and you know i google it and um Lo and behold everyone's like yeah just just ignore it. It we don't know and no one ever pays it. And you're like this is crazy. So then I go to my tax professional and they're like did you send the letter back? And I'm like well yeah. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, then you got to pay it. If you hadn't sent the letter back, they don't got you. They don't got right. you by the balls. So they, they can't actually force you because you never replied. And it's like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, how does $300 more coming out of my pocket really – it was it was so asinine, and it made no sense whatsoever. And it's just like the rain tax and everything else where the government becomes this oppressive – just juggernaut of bureaucracy and and jackholery that puts everyone down, makes things more difficult. Why the hell wouldn't I move away from America and, and find somewhere where else to live where like someone says, oh yeah, you got a good idea? Sure, sign this paper and you have a business. And then it's over, <laughs> right? So, you know, in Holland and uh, Switzerland, well. it's just like that. Then you're, then you're, and I, I, I can't guarantee that it's that easy, but I'm saying, there are so many ways that's, that the government has its hand in your pocket that you might as well be walking around with, with, with a person with their just hand in your pocket at all times. And, and this redistribution of wealth makes me sick because um, everyone sees it as Robin Hood where, like, you know, he's, he's, he's taken from the rich and given to the poor, Right. But that is a bastardization of what Robin Hood was doing, and 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 the fact that people make it seem like when they when they did the old switcheroo and Robin Hood was giving back the 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 money and it, it wasn't it wasn't the same thing as as giving from the stealing from the rich giving to the poor, right? It, but that's what they've now laid them out as, and everyone's like, you know, if I don't have it, I should have it. Like what? How, okay, how, now I'm, my, my can I can I just interrupt uh, your rant there um, because you're saying exactly what I believe in. So my question is 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 for uh, Sagar, um, what would you? I mean, what do you believe in as far as socialism? I mean, do you think it's something that we need? Is it something that that should happen? And if so, why? So uh, as I said, you know, I, I do not believe in socialism. I, I believe in the talent and you know how, how the society is right now, which is you know not broken to a point where we need to replace it with socialism. Uh, but I do agree uh, with the socialist views in certain areas like healthcare. So it, my, I'm not hundred uh, percent. On socialism, but I, I agree to some of the ideas, and it could be because of lack of my knowledge on the whole uh, topic itself. But uh, at some point, I feel you know, if if you're needy and if you need help, you should get help. There shouldn't be any red tape around that just to get the help, or you know, so things like healthcare or basic education you shouldn't be left behind and which we already have i'm not saying we don't have it so that, that those are the only areas where i i believe you know in socialism uh, which many people can call it different thing because it's only two two subjects there healthcare and education uh but overall i i totally disagree with the socialist view or the socialism uh what what they want to call it redistribution of money and simple example of that is what uh, government of california is doing and that they're heading that way uh, over a period of time from 96 to 2016 people have been overpaying uh, their tickets uh, like whether it's a parking ticket or a speeding ticket 
to a point where now they have 32 million dollar in excess or past you know whatever 10 years 20 years time people overpaid 30 it could be number like 31 or 21 i don't know but people overpaid those 20 million dollar and some jackass in the government is saying oh we should you uh, and they, they, they put it on their website you know if your name pops up here claim your money back and it's valid only up to 31st of march if, if not that money goes to the poor people who cannot afford to pay their tickets that is in my view is just straight up socialist stupidity you know and that, that, that's where I don't agree with the views. So, I, I mean... Okay, so, so my understanding is that we, all the three of us, have actually said that socialism is stupid and it doesn't work. Okay, so why is it that everyone all of a sudden, you know, is saying, yes, socialism, yes, I know socialism? Why. I know why. I know why. <laughs> I know why. I know why. Okay. <laughs> so why, why do you know why? And, and I know why because... When I hear it, when I hear Bernie Sanders talk and say something, um, for instance, th this this here. The top one-tenth of one percent today owns nearly as much wealth as the bottom 90 percent. One-tenth of one percent owns nearly as much wealth as the bottom 90 percent. That is not the kind of America that we should accept. Okay, not the kind of America that we should accept, right? When Sagar said, oh, well, we're going to take the extra funds that you don't claim of this however millions of dollars, and we're going to allow those to pay the tickets for people that you know, can't afford their tickets. Or, and, and, and Sagar used the term, the poor that cannot afford their tickets, right? Correct. Right. So that pulls at your heartstrings and not your mind strings. And I think that the people that watch television and listen to the radio, listen to shows like this, and they hear that there might be someone who might be destitute, okay, and they think, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. If they're poor, they need the money. So we have, oh, 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 that's extra money. Let's give it to the poor people, right? Because that makes sense, and I've got plenty, and somehow you got that money, so give it to the poor people. Not, not saying, okay, California, we made an error. We made an error, and we're going to put it out there that we made this error, and then here's your money, and you just let it sit there. Right. I mean, California would be more inclined to actually take the money, put it in an account. Everybody who claims it, they get their money out. But then they let this 20 million dollars sit in the in the bank and just keep on earning interest on it. And what you do is, is you just put it in that fund that in the um, you mark it as it's their money and you'll just freaking leave it there. But you earn the interest on it. Right. And. I mean, that's the, that's so stupid that you're like, no, no, well, we're going to give it to poor people. The poor person, and I don't know who they were, and, I don't, and yeah, I'm going to rant again, but the poor person who ran the fucking stoplight, they owe the bill. They ran a stoplight. Driving sure. is a privilege, not a right, and they ran a light 
and they get a bill. I get a bill. I got to freaking pay it. So now they got to pay it. And I'm so sorry you don't have any money, but maybe you shouldn't have broken the law in the friggin' first place. So don't tell me that my money is my money is turns into my money. This is a quote. This is a quote. Okay. The fortune of my spirit is not to be blown into coins of brass and flung to the winds as alms for the poor of the spirit. It's not my bad. Okay. And I'm I it's again, it pulls at the heartstrings. I'm sorry that there are poor people, okay? But that does not mean that you tear down people and tell other people that it's their job to sacrifice to help poor people. If I choose to donate money, then that's my choice, okay? And there are many, many people who are very altruistic. There are people, there's a couple I read about not that long ago that all of their money that they have goes to charity, all of it except for the most barest necessities that they have. So they're literally giving away something like 70% of their money to charities at all times because they feel that that's their need and that's what they want to do. Well, you know what? You live in America, and you can do that. God bless you. <laughs> okay? But the rest of the people that work hard and have not made that choice, you cannot steal their money. And that's where I'll end on that. <laughs> okay. So, so uh, my question again is you're, you're angry. Okay, and just like everyone else in the in the country, they're angry, either because of their social status, uh, their color, their their monetary status. Um, they're they're angry, and they're looking for a quick fix to everything. So, and and that's one of the reasons why I think Trump is so so popular is because they 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 want the quick fix. Um, that's why Hillary is so so popular because she's saying all the right things, and all the right people. And, and saying that this is what's going on. Now, back to Bernie Sanders. I appreciate Bernie Sanders because of his integrity and his belief in the way things should be done and the way he sticks to his beliefs. I love the way he's actually, uh, the way he's voted in Congress. Um, he doesn't back down to... Uh, to anybody who, who, who disagrees with them. My problem is, is that everyone's so angry, they're not thinking about trying to solve the problem. I mean, it's, to me, it's, they are letting their anger and their frustration and their emotions control no, no, wait a what minute. is happening. I, no, no, I mean, this, this is what's happening. Uh, this is what I strongly believe what is happening. They're going back to uh, old ideas. We need a new idea. We need something that will actually change the course of what's going on. And if you don't have that, um, you're going to continually go through this roller coaster of capitalism, socialism, you know, democracy, uh, federalism, you know, just all this. It'll eventually just, it'll keep rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling. My idea is we need somebody to stand up and say, I have an idea where everything will work out as far as compromising. You're not going to have that now because there's too many people angry. There's too many people that are just, they, you know, all, uh, you know, all blacks, all, uh, black lives matter. You know, you've got, they're separating themselves and they're doing it to themselves. Um, the poor are separating themselves from the rich. The rich are separating themselves from 
the poor. Um, middle class is fighting to stay the middle class. Um, so when you have all that stuff going on, I think that's one of the reasons why socialism looks so good. And it's the same reason why socialism looks so good in the French Revolution, you know, and, and Marx, and uh, um, uh, what's his name, Frederick. Uh, that's why it looks so good. But the problem is, is that none of this stuff works without us coming together as a community and trying to figure out the problem. Now, it's funny so, you said so, that. Sorry, go ahead. Socialism, socialism is bad. Okay. Pure socialism is, is, is bad. Pure capitalism is bad. The, there is a reason why the Constitution of the United States is separated in three parts. One counterbalances the other. And it works, in, especially in the beginning, worked majestically, where you had different views and opinions coming together and working it out. Now we actually have a problem where they're not even trying to work it out. And they're using the public to advance their agenda so that they can do what they want to do. And that's not the way our, four, our founding fathers of the Constitution did it. I mean, they call it the Great Compromise for a reason. They came together and they compromised and figured out a way that would best govern the country, right down to the right down to the poorest person, right up to the richest person. They came together to work out the problem. And no one is doing that now. Socialism doesn't work. And we're now seeing the ends of pure capitalism falling apart. So I think we need to have somebody who would actually listen and try and do a compromise that would do checks and balances of all of them because yes there are people who say that socialism is good and we should do it now and in their in their viewpoint the, the video that i saw in their viewpoint of what the way they see the socialists work they think that you know the constitution is basically a socialist uh piece of paper that all the people got together to to work out which kind of makes sense the way he said it but at the same time no it isn't it's it's not socialism. It's it's a it's a contract of governing. It, it it doesn't have the same aspects of socialism as far as you know the the product and the labor and the economic situations. It's basically just a, a piece of paper that allows the government to govern us and tell us you know what we can and cannot do. Now, the, in the same aspect, they say that say the um, uh, the FDA is a socialist program. Okay. Yes, I like the FDA. I want the FDA because I don't want some idiot putting um, lead in my kids' uh, toys to make the red brighter. Okay, or I don't want some some idiot to uh, put uh, lead in my milk to make it look you know more creamier. You know, um, these all these stuff. Yes, the FDA is something that's good and something that we have to pay for. But that doesn't necessarily make it socialism, where this person is just saying that you know all government type of things are socialist programs. Where are we going to find a person that's actually going to stand up and say, hey, you know what? There's some aspects of this that is good. There's some aspects of this is good. We need to come together and work as a group to fix the problems. 
I mean, for instance, if, if you were to look at uh, social, social Security, okay, Social Security is a socialist system, pure and simple, because what they're doing is they're taking money from your, a percentage of your money that you earn on a yearly basis and tell the employer to give a certain amount of money. Together, they would combine it and stick it in the government, and then they can tell you when you can have it. To me, that's the worst way you could do it. If you wanted to protect somebody against themselves, which is ludicrous, um, but yet at the same time is a need for some people, if you took a percentage of, that, of their money and not give it to the government, but yet pre prevent them from using it as far as uh, putting it in the stock market, okay, rather than giving it to the government, who's obviously going to steal from it, from the coffer to pay for other things, take it out of the government's hand and put it in something legitimate like uh, stocks or buying gold or buying some, something that will accumulate money as they put money into it. And in the end, you can take out the money at a certain age and do whatever you want with it and take care of yourself during the, the, the early years. Take, um, uh, um, take health care, for instance. The main problem with healthcare is the root of everything is the money is over overinflated. It's superinflated, and people don't realize how much money there is out there. If you were to say to somebody who is working that if you went into the hospital and needed to do something, say you're, you broke your leg or whatever, um, that's a tax deduction. Okay. Say that you're, that's a tax deduction. You broke your leg, that's a tax deduction. You, you don't have to pay. We'll actually give you money back out of your taxes. Rather than the United States taking your money and redistributing it to the needy or someone who, who can't pay it, you tell them that it'll be a tax deduction. Your health care provider will be a, a tax deduction. Um, and that will actually you know, create competition for you know, the hospitals and the doctors and uh, uh, the, the uh, pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies, they will actually lower their prices for the competition. That's the way it should be handled. I don't hear any of them saying that. None of them. As far as uh, doing a flat tax, we can't, we, at this point in time, until we actually stop the government producing money just out of willy-nilly to pay for stuff, we cannot, we cannot do that. Because the most of the money now is in the super rich. They have, they have the money, and they're continually going to take the money. So once we flatline that, then we can do a flatline tax. And then once we do a flatline tax, then we should give tax breaks as far as somebody who has broken their leg or um, somebody who, who needs medication. Okay. The doctor's going to tell you, you need this medication to live. Okay, that's fair enough. I'm going to still work, but I know that I'm going to get that money back from the government Okay, at now, the end of the day. Right, and so, Sagar, Sagar I'm going to let you go with, with because Matt hand interrupt, but uh, the, only, the only argument I had there was that the uh, you're still taking money away from people. 
So go ahead, Sire. <laughs> no, it's so bizarre. No, I'm not. I'm not taking. I'm not taking money. I'm not taking money away from people. No, you have well, to have. You have to have a government. I know you do, but let 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 Sire go ahead, go, and then I'll I'll get I'll make my full point. Go ahead, Sire. No, it's it, it's good. It's so bizarre. I was gonna bring up FBA being a socialist program, but uh, Matthew, you got it. And the the way I see it, and I see it happening. India and over here too. There are some socialist programs now. As you said, you know, I want FDA to be there. So you want that socialist program to be there. Uh, it it it's so bizarre. We like it. We want it. It just depends on you know which side we are on, and that that's when we start liking or disliking it. But simple example of FDA. If I have thirty eight percent of real meat in my food. I'm Taco Bell, I'm still allowed to sell it. If I have 42%, I'm McDonald's, and I'm still allowed to sell it. With, with the socialist program as it is, the other burger companies are fighting to be Taco Bell, and but just by labeling it better, and that's where we are getting. So going forward, people would fight more to save money and offer you a low-grade product, such as Taco Bell, which is like just two level above dog food, you know, and that, that's what socialism could do to you. People don't realize it, but we like it. And, you know, before it becomes addiction, we need to stop it right there. But that, that's my take. Well, so, so, so my take, my take is this, and that is I come from a stance and Matthew, you're right. I'm angry, but I come from a stance. I, I don't think that I'm not thinking about it though, because I think that the way I come from it is from the the objectivist view and the rights of man view, and that is, <clears throat> and I use this as a for instance because it's a different subject matter, but I think that it makes sense to me, uh, and it kind of goes towards Sagers as well with the with the meat. So. In Ohio, I think it was, the they're trying to sue this photographer who won't take photos at gay weddings. Okay? And they want to make it so that they have to take the photos. Right? I, I'm against that. I don't think that they should be forced to take pictures at a gay wedding if they do not wish to. Right? Because that's that's not... That's not discrimination if, if they say no, okay, and it's their choice to do it because I think that what will happen in this society, and I, I, I don't just think it, I know it, is that that company, that business, the, that person going out and taking pictures, only a, a small amount of the population will be like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, right? But the rest of them are going to be like, nah, that's, that's kind of stupid. Um, it, you know, it's just a picture. Just go over there and do it. So they're going to be less and less patronized because they're morons, right? So they're, that, that's the, that, the capitalistic part of that is going to win out in that situation. Look at, um, you know, it's sad, but if you look at the restaurant here called Chipotle, they had a really great business model. Everything's going really great. They're on fire, right? They're doing so well. Then they start having some problems with E. coli, and literally their stock is down to nothing. They're having to close restaurants, even though they were literally on fire less than six months ago. But they just keep on having these problems with, with E. coli and other and, and listeria and stuff, and people keep on getting sick, that their business is just, it's just going down the shitter. And that's just because they weren't 
whether or not the one one instance was just one off instance or if there's an epidemic there of people doing the wrong thing with the food handling or not um the the public is going yeah i'm not going to eat there right now because it it's it's for crap what taco bell my wife and i decided many years ago not to eat taco bell anymore <laughs> we we literally were like you know what there's bad food and then there's like bad food that you just should not eat because we always felt like crap after eating it. And so literally we were like, you know what? And we told the, the kids we're not eating a Taco Bell anymore, even though there's like two in our area that we pass by and yeah, we're, we want some food and we, we could easily stop there. We don't. Right. Cause it's just, and, and, and part of that now looking back is, is the whole problem with their meat and the fact that it came out that their meat was nothing but literally gristle. Right. And, and a little bit of food coloring. So, I think that to me, it's the rights of the people should not be stripped away by regulation. Now, the FDA, I agree, is a good thing, right? Um, where, but it shouldn't be super, super large where you do something like some of the other things that are going on in government where it's a carrot stick situation where, you know, you get a, you, you get a grant to do a specific thing. But only if your your grade average is high enough will you actually receive that grant of money from the federal government. Because I don't think that the federal government should be the ones doing all of the all of the stuff. It just makes it too large of a thing that that constantly tramples. And I think that in the end, if to Matthew's point, if you were to turn Social Security into a fund situation, that's still acting as someone's dad and being like, well, you don't know any better. So I'm going to put this money over here and I'm going to manage it for you. Oh, Oh, who's going to manage it? Well, it's going to go into the, to, to, uh, to some investments and it'll be there when you're ready. Well, I think that that's a stupid idea because whenever, uh, no, wait a second. No, 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 wait, wait. It's to me, it's not a stupid idea. And, I, and I'll tell you why. One, it takes away from the government. From stealing it from you. No, okay. well, I'm not. No, 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 you made your entire point. I'm saying it's a stupid listen. idea, and you got to give me a moment to say why it's a stupid idea. No, no. No, no, no because no. You're, you're, not, you're not listening. Ah, you're not I listening to why I, I think. No. <laughs> if you turn, if you turn, no, this is, this is turning a profit, okay? This is, this, is, this is giving it to people who, unless they make you money, they won't make any money. That's the whole point. So it's not like a bro. I'm not saying it's like a brokerage firm where they make money no matter what, whatever deal that they do. If they make you money, then yes, they get a little small percentage of it. And at the time, when you look at something, when somebody is only making you know twenty five thousand dollars a year, and they see no, they have no real money to actually uh, invest into anything. Okay, a small percentage of their wage would go to this coffer, to a brokerage firm that would invest a large pool of money of everyone's money to make money and they don't make money they don't actually earn a living these brokers unless there is money made that is putting it into professionals hands and they know that they are going to either make money or not make money and if they don't make money then boom that's 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 their bad okay so that's my idea. Now, you can't have, because not everyone is at the same intelligence level as, as everybody else. 
And my idea is, is that if you had a system where you had you made money, like $25,000 a year, and you put into this into this coffer where everyone else did, and the broker who did his very best to make his own money, to make you money, at the end of the day, when you're 65 years old, you can live for the rest of your life and take care of yourself. That's the system that I'm talking about. As far as you it's, saying that big government shouldn't come in and tell you to do something. Yes, from people but, without asking. Right, but at the same time, I'm asking somebody. I'm not telling them this is the way they should do it. At this point in time, we have, when, when uh, uh, Roosevelt did the, the, the New Deal, he asked people to vote for him because of this, this New Deal. And that's how he was elected. Okay? Now, I'm asking people to sit, you know, you may not be the smartest spark, you know, and, and all you do is, is you know, dig, dig ditches for your entire life. Okay? I'm asking you to, rather than giving it to the government, to give it to somebody who knows what they're doing and knows that if they don't do it right, they're not going to get paid. That's my idea. As far as, you know, as, as someone who's making, you know, a million dollars a year, you know, this is mute because they're already making a million dollars a year. They don't need to invest in anything. And that's the thing. One of, the, one, of the, one of the things that they want to do is that now they're saying, and again, I'm coming from a, from the standpoint of person that I am, but I'm talking about even the rich. If they're told all of a sudden, oh yeah, now you have to pay into Social Security. That's one of the things that they're. That's one of the ways they're trying to fix Social Security because Social Security ultimately is broken because even when it first started, there wasn't enough money in it for the money going out of it, right? So and yeah. and, I, and, I, and and I get that, but the, but now they're like, oh well, now we have to steal from somebody else because to your point, the rich don't really need Social Security, but now they're actually going to have to start paying it because it turns out that the system was so jacked up when it was made that it can't even afford itself. So my, my concern right. here is that you're, you're giving a great deal of money to people, right, whether it be a stockbroker or not. You're still taking money away from, other peop away from people and then putting it towards you know, some system or program when, you know what? I don't want a system or program. I want my money. Okay, okay. All right, all right. That's, that's fair enough. I'm not saying, see, you're still stuck on the fact that someone's going to come along and take your money without your permission. I'm not okay? stuck on it. It's wrong. <laughs> it, well, no, it is. It's wrong. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying it's right at all. What I'm saying is that, it need, that Social Security, we need to come together and compromise on what we need to do. No one's doing that. They're all fighting with themselves and and just and sticking to the old ideas of the way things are, and accepting old ideas as the way they are. You can't do that. You you yourself are I'm a capitalist. You believe that what's yours is yours and should stay yours, and that's right. What you've done for yourself and for your family should be up to you and your discretion. But you need to compromise to the point of somebody else as far as their life because they're not as smart as you. They're not as good looking as you. They're not, they, they, will be, they will be downtrodden by um, somebody who has no, moral, no morals or ethics. They will be taken advantage of. And that's why socialism is, is so, so bright and shiny to people. And 
and that's why it'll win out over this pendulum going back and forth because the majority of people are hurting and they want some uh, retribution. I mean, that's the whole point of the French Revolution. That's the way the system is working now. And socialism will come about, whether you like it or not, because no one's thinking of something new. No one is, is, is trying to compromise. And the old system is, is, is crumbling. It's not going to, it won't survive the next 10, 15, 20 years unless something is done. Now, when you say that you want to keep your money, what's yours is yours, and everyone should pay the same amount. That's fine. But what about the person that is, that is digging ditches and doing the very best they possibly can to make a living but isn't getting anywhere? Because they don't understand how the system works. They don't understand how, um, you know, what's going on around them. Or they don't even have enough money to put two cents together to rub together, to let alone to feed their family. My thing is, is that if somebody is making, you know, minimum wage, let's say, well, you know, what the average minimum wage is, is what, $8 or something like that? Let's round it up to 10 because 10, okay? They're making uh, 200, uh, sorry, 20 $20,800 a year, okay? That's not enough to do anything with. And my suggestion is, rather than giving money, because the socialism is going to, it's going to come in, whether you like it or not. So you need to compromise. My thing is, is okay, if you're going to take my money, let's do it a way that I would be more comfortable with. I would be more comfortable with, rather than the government having my money, I'd have... I'd be more comfortable with a stockbroker based on commission of, 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 of percentage of sales, of, you know, of, of making me money, okay? I'd be more comfortable with that than, than the government doing it. Because you're going to have the bleeding hearts. There's, there's no way around it. So you need to come into a compromise and think of something new. Think of something more, more tangible for somebody. So for you to sit there and say, okay, I'm making $50,000 a year, okay, I don't want it to go to the government. That's your standpoint. You don't want it to go to the government. And you're, you're steadfast that mine is mine and, and yours is yours. But you're going to have the bleeding heart saying socialism, 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 and eventually the pendulum will swing that way and they're going to take your money anyway. Think of a different way of doing it. Come to the table with something new. Come to the table with something that you know, I mean, it's inevitable that the bleeding hearts are going to come along and say, oh, we need money. And the reason why they're saying that is because they want more power to you know, push on their more agenda. But if you came to a reasonable conclusion, yes, they're going to take money out of me no matter what I do, I've got to come to the table with something new. And that's what I'm saying. You're right. fighting a lo- To me, you're fighting a losing battle. You're okay. angry and you're, you're stating that, and, and you're, to me, you're sounding like every other American who is against socialism and don't want it to happen. When, when, when eventually, the way the current market is, the way the system is being run, it's going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it because the, the one percenters are the only ones making any money. And that's why Bernie Sanders is so wonderful because they think that socialism is, is the way to go. The only way to combat that is to come to them with a different idea. And we're not doing it. And that, that's, that's the thing that's more scary uh, 
scarier if you wish because you know socialism dictated by the society in a way like you know few years ago game gay thing was like outlawed you know bad a few decades in it became you know okay acceptable gay then it became a law you can actually get married with socialism was the next step everybody has to be gay you know so that that's the progression <laughs> of <laughs> socialism wow <Yeah>. wow <laughs> i mean do, do you see the progression oh, there wow. first it was outlawed then it became you know uh, there are some people out there then it became uh, i have a friend now it's a law what's next you got to well, see one. that's the problem so, that's the, the problem socialism well yeah I mean, oh man that's 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 to me that's mind blowing sir I, I that's <laughs> absolutely mind blowing okay the majority of people in the united states could care less whether you were gay or lesbian they could care less they don't care i mean to me the point you know it's not going to hurt me i mean it has nothing to do with my life why do i care i mean why and that's and that's why it came into effect of you know it's okay to become gay and it's okay to 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 be you know marry your 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 gay lover see i have no problem with that i don't care it doesn't affect my life whatsoever okay it is those people who were stuck on an ideology of their beliefs and they they're thinking that everyone is like them and if not they should be ostracized okay when that's not the case you need to come together and communicate and come to a compromise otherwise right, right, but, but the pendulum is going to go back and forth right the the problem is is that even with bernie sanders okay and with hillary clinton and with mark rubio and with ted cruz and with the donald right none of them are 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 talking to any of these points whatsoever. Like we've brought up now a bajillion things from Sagar saying that everyone needs to be gay to Matthew <laughs> saying that the, the value of, of the dollar is really a, uh, just an illusion. So we have all these, we have all these things that we're, we're talking about. And yet, you know, you still have all, all of these problems. So I guess the answer is, you know, when we're, we'll wrap it up this way. Socialism apparently is bad, right? In 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 a in a in a full way. If you if you implement it 100%, meaning that you know, um, per the per the statement of what it is, right? Which is the um, a political and economic theory of of organizations that advocates the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned or regulated by the government. We don't want that, right? We don't want everything run by the government. But what we're saying at this point is socialism, kind of bad, kind of bad, but yet we want our FDA, and we also want to come up with a solution to Matthew's point, is where are the solutions that say, okay, Social Security, it's junk. It works because we don't have, you know, it, it provides that economic stability, quote, unquote, quote, unquote, 
Um, so that way that the, the elderly aren't sitting there and, and all like elderly and, 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 weak and, over, and weak and over there and making us not want to look in that corner. They're okay because we've set up money for them and we can actually like turn around and do our job because we, we, we and we can look in that direction from time to time and be like, okay, cool. They're okay. Cause we got all that money that we saved up and gave them. Right. So, so it works in a sense. But it also works in the other direction where, you know, it's, it's, it's poorly run, you know, and Matthew has, has, has an idea for that. You have the EPA and the, and the federal, um, you know, education system where you have the whole carrot stick problem where then they have to come up and figure out where everything's working and then they got to tax more and then more people become government workers and the government gets too damn big. So you have the two sides to the coin and somewhere to Matthew's point, we need the ideas to meet in the middle. Um, Sagar, do you have any last? Matthew and I've been kind of, kind of hogging the hogging the airwaves a little bit. Do you have any last? <laughs> yeah, it, it's awesome. Uh, one word on Bernie Sanders. You know, I would vote for him if he makes like a law to sue the gun companies. But oh, that's where I am. Don't even bring that up, dude. <laughs> So a little hit. <laughs> Sorry, there was a bit of communication problem. My delay is a bit hard. What did you say, Sager? <laughs> so Bernie Sanders, and uh, he believes that you know the the right now we don't have a law that says you know if you're selling it or if if your gun is being misused in in horrible shootings that we see these days, we should have the right to see the uh, to sue the gun companies. Oh God, no, no, no! Stop oh, it! Shut up! On. That's horrible. <laughs> that is horrible. That's like that's if I took a brick, so I bought a brick from somebody, you know, and said, "All right, you know, da da da," and then go and bash somebody's head in, you know, that 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 no, that, no one would buy bricks, you know, no one would sell bricks. That's ridiculous. That's, Dude, and, that's and, horrible. And that's where I want to get. You know, no one should sell guns. At you all. want that, <laughs> but you know, you if want you're selling AK forty-seven and whatnot. To, to common people, that's bad, and I should be able to sue that young gun company. Who's okay, so me. what you're saying is, is I could go ahead <laughs> and buy a bat, you and go around and just pound people to death, and then it's the responsibility of the person who made the bat. Listen, okay. <laughs> this is too Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's burdening. That's Bernie. Okay, <laughs> feel the burn is his uh, tagline. Um, so what? I, what I, <laughs> oh my God! What I'd like to do is uh, I'm going to play a little bit of Donald just to let us out on a, on, a, on a high note and uh, have a little bit of laughs. Okay? I'll, 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 I'll yeah. sad what it is. No, it's 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 it is it's an opinion that it makes me want to cry. It it's makes me want to cry that we have these candidates out there that are just all over the place and saying and doing whatever they can to become you know top dog. I know that's ridiculous. And now for some Donald. I will be. The greatest jobs president that God ever created. I tell you, get a no good trader and they get the five people that they wanted for years. And those people are now back on the battlefield trying to kill us. But I speak to border guards and they tell us what we're getting. And it only makes common sense. It only makes common sense. Oh, Jesus. They're sending us not the right people. It's coming from more than Mexico. It's coming from all over South and Latin America, and it's coming probably, probably from the Middle East. But we don't know, because we have no protection. Islamic terrorism 
is eating up large portions of the Middle East. They become rich. All right. So I'll try and find some better some better quotes than that. Uh, but that's the Donald, and that was Bernie. That was our Bernie Sanders conversation. Soccer, what were you gonna say? Uh, I was just saying, uh, great job with the clips. Thank this you. This is the first time we did that. Awesome. That's right, the first I time like with it. clips. Wow, I, I'm privileged. Uh, you've done something <laughs> for a first time, and I'm I'm invited to it. That's great. Yeah, it's been it's been good. Right, the clips yeah. are fun. Clips are fun. Yeah, clips are fun. Yeah, clips are <laughs> very fun. Clips they make fun. me want to cry, but uh, they're still fun. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to get the. Uh, um, let's see if I can get it real quick. Uh, the, the eagle cry. The, uh, I love that because it's it's, it's America, America. Anyway, um, Sagar, thank you so much. Matthew, uh, thank you so much for 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 both of you for being here. Um, I really appreciate you know you both joining. Uh, I would I would give everyone a chance to say something else, but we're running so long. That it's, it's been, it's been crazy. I know that we all have more to say on this, on this subject. Um, I thought this was my least favorite topic, socialist in Bernie, but it turned out we have the longest conversation on this episode here. It's episode 10, but again, you know, uh, thank you. You got it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I, I think we should uh, probably find it. Another discussion that you know um, that isn't so uh, so generalized. We we need to get we need to get guns. Yes. Oh, yeah. Talking about guns, that would be great. Because you know America, America does love its guns. That's that's for sure. America runs on Dunkins, you know, not on guns. So no more guns. It runs on what? Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, America runs on Duncan. That's pretty good. I like that. America runs on Duncan. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, you guys have a good rest of the week. We will see everyone next time. Be sure to check us out on everytwoweeks.net. Uh, be sure to check us out on the Facebooks and on the, uh, the Google Pluses. Um, be sure to comment if you want to leave a comment. Hopefully next week I'll have some more awesome sauce and, you know, clips. And good luck with the consignment sale, man. Thank you, Sagar. I appreciate that. That's going to, that's, that's coming up. That's going to be a big deal. I'm going to be very tired, <laughs> but, but yeah, thank you, Sagar. appreciate that. All right. It's going to be good. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next time. Every two weeks. I'm trying to hit the stop record button. <laughs> I can't find it. In all my open windows, it's like, it's gone. There we go. <laughs> Pardon the technical difficulties.